You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome everybody to the Oz Network as we bring you another Australian Survivor exit interview. We are now down to the final six on this show and we've lost our 18th contestant and you probably would argue the biggest character that we've ever seen on Australian Survivor, Luke Toki. Uh, what a game. What an absolutely uh, big game that this guy played through entertaining confessionals, entertaining gameplay, and somebody that clearly I was incredibly wrong about from the very get-go. And this is something that I bring up to him basically straight away. I remember making a comment earlier this season saying that as soon as I get this guy, the guy on the show, I'm going to call him a dickhead uh, on air. And, uh, well, I mean, I kind of do, but at the same time, we sort of have to uh, backtrack a little bit on my comments. So it's a very fun chat, actually. Luke gives um, some great insight into his game, uh, shares a funny story that they didn't show uh, in regards to him in Jericho, and also talks about a player that he feels uh, perhaps he's, he's playing a strong game and that uh, people need to look at maybe a little bit uh, closely, as well as, of course, a uh, listener question related to the clothes that he stole out there in Samoa. So without further ado, here's our chat with the most recently voted, voted out contestant from Australian Survivor, Luke Toki. <laughs> Pleasure to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network, the most recently voted out contestant from Australian Survivor. Please welcome Luke Toki. Luke, welcome to the show this morning. What's up? How you doing, mate? Uh, it's obviously um, a very fun time for you, no doubt, to be able to do all these yeah. interviews and kind of talk about your game. But I, I need to start off straight away off the uh, the bat here, Luke, and, and give you an apology. I, I, I started this season not too nice to you. I was uh, referring to you as a bit of a dickhead, bit of an idiot, and uh, you kind of gave me the shits. But you really turned my opinion around with a fantastic game. So I, I really need to start off by uh, offering you an apology on air for a, a very, well played game but that's no problem I um you know I would have thought I was a dickhead and idiot at the start as well you know (laughs) I think all the contestants uh, probably thought I was as well but you know, I was lucky enough to stay in the game and change everyone's opinion, so which is good. One thing I have to say about last night in that tribal council is is you looked particularly nervous. I mean, was there more to that that you sort of knew about you going home? Because at the end of the day, it also seemed that Jericho was pretty confident you were going as well. And, I mean, you didn't really seem your, your overexcited self there, Luke. Did you know that you were going home last night? Um, yeah, I kind of... Look, I... Sometimes I'd, I'd put the accelerator on and sometimes I'd put it off. And that one, I decided to take it off. Um, you know, whether it was, a, it was probably obviously a bad um, play. Uh, I don't know. Look, you know, it was, I think the last, it really dawned on me the last two minutes uh, when I was listening to Jerry. And I, um, you know, I could have, I should have thrown everyone under the bus and told everyone how it was, like the votes were being cast, etc. But... I didn't, and then uh, I think I just reacted because Jonathan said, "Why? Uh, one more thing you want to say?" And I was like, um, "I said, oh, just please don't write my name down." <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the spot. I didn't have time to actually, um, yeah, to to make my mind up on my plan, you know. So yeah, it seemed it seemed that um, it, it was surprising that a lot of the time you weren't 
being targeted for a lot of a lot of the things you were doing. I mean, it's kind of weird to say that you were sort of almost playing under the radar at many aspects, and it was a lot of mainly your confessionals where it really seemed that you were kind of you know very excitable the way you were. Were you surprised that a lot of people didn't target you at certain points of this game? They didn't realize how well you were making the moves and everything along those lines. Yeah, if, if you speak to um, like Kent and speak to Jackie and everyone and. I kind of always made it feel like I was always a part of everyone's plans. Um, I, I like, you know, they they wouldn't actually know that. They, no one really knew I was strategizing other than my little clan, you know, which I was trying to actually create a really tight knit group. Um, so, like, you know, like Jericho and Michelle, and I was always able to. Say for instance, I'd vote Kent, like vote Kent. I would come back after tribal and I'd say, "Look, I voted for you," um, you know, and explain to him why and say that it's just because he's wanted to vote, blah blah, and this is the reason why. Like, you know, I spent a lot of time with Joan, and you know, so I'd do that, but then straight away I'd walk back. I'm like, I need to vote him out, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, because some people, if you try, say for instance, you wrote my name down, you would. Uh, some people would come back and not actually like talk to each other yeah. afterwards. You know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't actually communicate with that person after trying to write them down. So it was kind of like keep all your op- options open. But in my mind, I knew who I was tight with and who I could work with because we always would come together and talk about our plans, and then they would always align. You know, so it's how it yeah, was. Like finding, yeah, find, finding a um, a close group you know i regret obviously not telling michelle with the um the vote at the end but what do you do you know that seemed to be the real spurring point at least from um obviously the sarah vote now now your vote as well i mean it's kind of it's interesting how this has turned really for for michelle's game Do, do you feel that people are kind of not looking out for her and and she's making a good way of like putting the target on you ziggy obviously Lockie's kind of getting targeted and no one's really looking at her though at this point um michelle's yeah michelle's good you know she she definitely had a rough start at you know everyone wanted her out at all at like times but i kept trying to deflect off her because she was willing to do you know, go along with my plans, and they were in the exact same lined up with her plans. So, um, you know, I wouldn't have trusted Tessa if it wasn't for Michelle. You know, so everyone giving Tessa like a lot of credit. Well, I wouldn't have worked with Tessa if it wasn't for Michelle. You know, me and Michelle wanted Henry. Tessa wanted Lockie, so we were able to sway it our way and um, pulling off the blind side of Henry before. You know, if we left it go one or two more tribals, he's got three tribals or something left, and then he would have played it at, at the right time. So pulling it off early was our best plan. So there's so much in-game, you know. But, um, yeah, and, you know, heaps of little conversations like that you'd have that aren't shown that you, you kind of, you got to make your mind on the flow. So. It's definitely interesting seeing how that's kind of playing out. And, and obviously, uh, Jericho, your, your little bestie out there, Luke, uh, I mean, he obviously yeah. even went out there with his vote, yeah. still swinging for you there and uh, looking at what's yeah. going to happen next episode. Yeah. He's he's out for revenge. I mean, uh, what's it like? You were the dynamic duo. That was so much fun to be able to watch. I mean, was there anything, like one yeah. thing that you can think of that we didn't get to see you two got up to that uh, you could share with us today at all? Uh, well, it's one thing. So, obviously, like, when when he was putting out the fire, so when the fire, uh, Mark 
was eliminated, we were like, oh, well, like, no one wants to, you know, no one wants to start the fire, so we let it sit. He put it out, and then it went out kind of thing, and then I was like, um, I decided because I was hungry as well that I would go the other way, so I would <laughs> burn all the wood. So there was one night where everyone's asleep on wood fire duty, and then I know that, like, I think Sarah woke up, and the flame was like, you know, to the roof because I had every single piece of wood on the fire because I thought, oh, at least I'll make them do work, you know. The more work that needs to be done around, then they'll notice voting out the big people will be uh, tougher, you know. So Yeah. Fantastic! Oh, these little scenes that we the dynamic duo of uh, Luke and Jericho. It needs to be a it needs to be a spin off. I think we need to kind of get some sort of a TV show out of you too, like Luke and Jericho do pranks on people in public or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what? I'm open to ideas. Give Luke a call. What um What's been the reaction to yourself, though? Like, I mean, obviously extremely popular out there on social media. I mean, so many people last night absolutely devastated that you were voted out. But what's kind of been like the word on the street? Are you kind of getting people coming up to you and uh, saying much after seeing you on the show? Uh, I'm getting some mad love out there. I, as I said, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for the love because I'm getting like pulled up on the streets. And um, I, as I said, uh, someone this morning, I, I was. I think everyone's got that little cheeky, you know, mischievous side, and you know, like everyone can appreciate watching it. So, um, you know, like you got to. It's it's season two in Australia, you know, season four, whatever in Australia. But if you want a season three, you need to like make it entertaining for the people watching and you need to, you know, so for everyone that wishes to get on the next episode, if we all sat there and made one big alliance, we wouldn't be that nice to watch. So I was also, supposed doing it for the people watching and, and I was doing it for um, the gameplay in itself as well. So, and just to have a bit of fun. Yeah, we well, definitely achieved all those boxes there. And, and just before we let you go, Luke, one uh, yeah. listener question that we've got for you today, actually. Uh, Maddie on, on Twitter, at Matt421, uh, has a very fun question here of asking you, what was your favourite piece yeah. of clothing that you stole from the eliminated players? Oh, damn. Do you know what? As funny as it sounds, probably Kent's pants. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because they were so nice and warm and baggy. <laughs> and um, for about four nights, I'd lost all my clothes and um, I had nothing. So the nights were cold and uh, then I got a hold of Kent's pants. I, I, I wish I voted him out earlier. So his pants were, oh, they were a treasure out there. Wow. And um, now I've watched the back, I, I didn't even think Henry's shirt, shirt looked pretty good on me as well yeah <laughs> you just you need to put it as a little ensemble and that you would have had the perfect uh, outfit there i feel <laughs> well luke it's uh it's been a pleasure mate this show is uh, obviously lost a big entertainment factor to it so we're obviously sad to see you go but we appreciate you on the show today and again fantastic gameplay mate uh well done and we hope we'll see you again no doubt in the future on our uh, all stars in a few years time <laughs> thanks mate you're a legend cheers 
fun chat there with Luke. And uh, massive thanks to Luke for joining us on the show. And also massive thanks to Channel 10 for arranging that. Obviously, we weren't sure if that was going to happen or not, given um, a few of the other contestants that uh, have not wanted to talk to us. Uh, at least one, I should say, uh, and in terms of all that situation. But uh, obviously, um, you know, we, we appreciate Luke joining us and uh, having a bit of a fun with it. Fun chat. That's, that's kind of what we uh, implied would happen throughout this season, uh, that in terms of... Uh, things that we say on this show, as you heard me say in, in regards to, you know, jovially calling him a dickhead, and that's kind of generally what um, my reaction would have been with Luke, assuming that he was the type of person to kind of take the comments that way. So um, that's kind of uh, a loose explanation, which, again, I've apologised for in terms of if that's actually offended anybody, uh, but I guess kind of that's, again, the explanation which has gone along there well. So, um, again, appreciate Luke joining us, and again, as I said, Channel 10 for arranging those exit interviews. We've only got six players left in the game, folks, so we've only got two weeks to go, five episodes. Um, I mentioned in our Sue recap, which, of course, is now available online if you haven't seen at Sue Clark's uh, episode uh, three episode recap from this week is available. It's a fun chat. Uh, but no Survivor this coming Sunday night. The NRL Grand Final is on, so therefore it's going to obviously cause most of the TV networks not to show their primetime material. So it's not on until Monday night, 7.30pm and based on kind of scheduling, you would then assume that the uh, finale will be aired on the 10th of October, uh, which is a Tuesday. Uh, again, we no doubt uh, will assume that Channel 10 will put out some uh, details about this in the coming days. So stay tuned. We'll let you know once we know. And uh, then we can obviously go forward with that. But you know we'll have the coverage when it comes. We're going to have a special roundtable episode again for you uh, at the end of this week, joined by a couple of former Auslets, uh Cable and Julian. Uh, we're hoping to have both of them on the show. So stay tuned for that. We'll put a post up later on today uh, asking for some questions for that one. And of course, US Survivor begins in less than 24 hours now. Uh, so get excited for that. Heroes, Healers and Hustlers, a Triple H season. And uh, as we announced, obviously, earlier this week, exit interviews are coming your way for US Survivor as well. We're recording those on Friday morning. We'll be speaking with the first boot uh, this Friday morning, Australian Eastern Time. Again, stay tuned to our social media pages and we will have for you uh, details of how you can submit some questions. And our recapper for the first episode again as i mentioned in the sue episode 90 percent sure it will be debbie wanner from co-wrong and from game changers we just need a little bit more confirmation in regards to this so that's why we haven't put anything up on our social media pages but again if you want to send any pre-questions uh that will lead to possibly full questions shall we lock her in uh stay tuned otherwise if we have a replacement we will let you know who that is as well so just search for us on social media facebook uh twitter search for the oz network we're there get excited remember to like subscribe and comment uh on all the pages in terms of stitcher spotify and itunes that's where you can get all the details, uh, well, all these episodes, I should say, direct to your speakers and all the other shows that are outside of Survivor as well to keep you entertained. Thanks to Luke again. Thanks to Channel 10 again. And we appreciate your company here on the Oz Network as we continue our coverage at the pointy end of Australian Survivor Season 4. My name is Ben. We'll speak to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.